Okay, so you finished The Princess Witch, obviously. Obviously. You've yes. watched it for the 45th time. What's next? Mm-hmm. What's next? Well, um, probably I'm going to do a 180. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go with Bird Box, which Bird is Box. just like The Princess Witch if The Princess Witch were a thriller starring Sandra Bullock and only one Sandra Bullock about a, an apocalyptic event where you have to shut your eyes or else like the things that you see will make you want to take your own life. I love a balanced diet. I know. Sometimes you need like a very holiday fluff. Sometimes you need like a thriller that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Starring a cast, Sandra Bullock, Trevante Rhodes. Well, you know Sandra Bullock. Trevante yeah. Rhodes, star of Moonlight. Uh, Sarah Paulson, Miss Sarah Paulson, Twitter queen. Did you see yeah. her say no to being the Oscar host on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, she's a meme now. No. Yeah, no. she's a meme. I love no. that she's a meme. No. John Malkovich. And it was directed by Academy Award winner Susanna Beer. Nice. So we got a lot of Academy Award winners in this thing. And it's great. And once you're done, just watch Princess Witch again. Just just make a nice Princess Witch sandwich of this. Watch the new film Bird Box right now on Netflix. This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drive Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is another fantastic episode of Who's There, made even more fantastic because, guess what? We have a special segment this week. Well, special because we fucked up uh, last week, or this week, earlier this week, we fucked up and forgot our most iconic segment. Uh Uh-huh. Let's just go ahead and play the call. Hey, hey. Um... Long time, long time. I just finished listening to Tuesday's episode, and I'm kind of at a loss. What's Rita Ora up to? Tons of people want to know, and you just left us hanging. Um, anyway, thanks. Have a wonderful week. And good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Okay, so what is Rita Ora up to? Um, I can't believe... I'm more like mad that we forgot a segment we've done like 400 times, but... 400. 500. I mean, that's honestly more of what Rita's up to than what Rita's actually up to, is that, like, Who Weekly forgot the Rita Ora segment for the first time in, like, 45 <laughs> years. <laughs> um, the Sun reported that uh, Rita Ora's, quote, lovely accent inspired Margot, oh my god, inspired Margot Robbie's scheming assassin, which is great because that is really bringing in somebody I didn't expect to deal with Rita Ora. And yet here she is saying that a friend of mine, Rita Ora, I think she has a lovely accent. So I pulled a bit of reference from her voice. Margot tells Metro.co.uk. When who's collide? Well, Margot's doing an impression of Rita on her newest <laughs> show, her newest movie. But I don't, what is the movie? She's playing an assassin? I Did don't know that on? movie. I was really hoping that it was when she played Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> well, that would be... But Rita is posh. She, I don't think Rita has that the palace uh, accent though. But she is posh. What do you call that? Uh, the Queen's English. Yeah, I don't think Rita's. I don't think Rita's accent is quite that uh, crazy. But mm-hmm. she does speak with a very posh. It's a lovely accent. accent. From what 
I According to Margo. (laughs) Right. So so Margo did a Rita impression. I hope one day Rita does a Margo impression. I would love to hear Rita's Australian accent. I know. I hope she's in a movie where she plays an Australian assassin. That would be wonderful. (laughs) Rita plays Australian assassin. Yeah, it would be. Um, Also, there was a really, really good Daily Mail article about Rita this week. um, This is the best thing she's up to. This is honestly one of the best things of the week, too, <laughs> is that Rita, so the, the 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 premise of the Daily Mail piece is Rita Ora looks glum as she grabs a coffee before heading to 30K pound a year gym in London's Notting Hill. And so the idea Heard of this it. piece was, how could Rita be so upset looking, meaning just like photos of her where she's like not smiling, if she belongs to a gym that's so expensive. So <laughs> in, in a cool neighborhood. So this writer's like, I can't believe that Rita Ora looks so upset, even though she belongs to this really expensive gym, which makes me think that this writer is and desperate while she's drinking, to belong to while she's gym. drinking coffee. Well, she's that's the coffee. second part, right. And she belongs to an expensive gym, and she has the nerve to look glum. But then there's a really good twist that you notice that is my favorite part about this. Well, let me just read to you my favorite photo captions, because the article really, the the narrative of this piece really takes place in the photo captions. As it usually does in the Daily Mail. Right. And so, like, instead of it being in the text of the piece, if you just read the photo captions, you'll get, like, a general sense of what's going on. So let me read (laughs) my favorites that I pulled from here that kind of, Mm -hmm. these are in order of how they come in the article. In chronological order, yeah. Okay. Bored. The fact that Rita's gym is is the 30K pound a year bodyism in Notting Hill didn't seem to be motivating her any further as she cut a glum figure at a cafe on the way. You can't Next. cut a glum figure, by the way, but <laughs> go I on. I have no idea. You okay, hon? Slumping over her drink, Rita, 27, was seen with her head in her hand looking irritable and cheesed off. Jeez. Next. Cheesed off. Fuck, he raised it. Cheesed off. The last, cheesed off. The fact that Rita's gym is 30K pound a year bodyism in Notting Hill didn't seem to be motivating her any further. Jesus Christ. Then it gets good because Rita has a cup of coffee and everything changes. Coffee number two. She ordered a second coffee, this time a takeout to disappear off with. This is the twist. This is the turn of the story. And now this is the conclusion. Woke. Her shot of caffeine appeared to help perk up the lonely together songstress. <laughs> Which I, I mean, coffee this, made her happier. Could she coffee be made any, her happier? Could she be any more just like us? It's like Rita Ora doesn't want to go to the gym. Rita Ora gets a second coffee and she looks a lot more awake. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever felt more related to Bobby? No, I actually never have. But it's just so funny how like. The, narr- the this narrative that this person crafted was based around the fact that how dare Rita Ora look not thrilled because she belongs to such an expensive gym. When going to the gym is miserable. Yeah. You know? It is. So you would it's look really, mad if you knew you had to go. I mean, working at the Daily Mail is nonstop creative exercises because you're just given reams of photographs and you have to construct a narrative based yes. only on the photographs. And yes. so it's like really fun. It's almost like... What is that? The, the Iowa Writing Workshop. That's what it is. These are the finest writers of our time. And I don't think that they get the credit. <laughs> you could you could go get an MFA. You could go to like some like prestigious you could. writing workshop. Or you could just work for the Daily Mail and you will be getting your creative bones or your creative muscles exercise yeah. to that extent, I think. It's journalism and literature, which I think is a really great cross-section. It's beyond journalism. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's truly in its own realm of, uh, you know, celebrity uh, fiction, celebrity novels, celebrity 
creativity. It's just, it's just, it's great. The the Hollywood bigwigs right now they're they're poaching stories from podcasts. Pretty soon they're going to be poaching stories from Daily Mail captions. I think. If I think they that's were the smart, new trend. they would be. If you listen to us, you'll look right in those captions and you'll say, "Oh, a movie about a woman who's want to go to the gym, but then drink coffee and feels better." And Signed. Pascal's like, "I'm paying twenty million dollars for the rights to this." Rita Ora will play herself, and she will do an Australian accent. <laughs> Genius. Okay, so we're done with Rita, which is great. Next call, which is. More of a, it's a comment. comment. Here we go. Or just an update. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, second time, medium, long time caller. A comment on Billie Eilish. I think the most interesting thing about her is actually her brother. His name is Phineas O'Connell. You like briefly mentioned him, um, but he is also a musician, does all co-writing with her as her producer. I think he's the one that really shapes her like sound and vibe for her song. Um, but he was actually on Glee um, as like a major recurring character for the last season where they brought in like five new people and they were like, they're here, and kind of like ignored them, um, but gave them like some minor plot lines. Uh, but he was on Glee, um, quickly forgotten, um, but also there. Um, so he's an actor, musician, um, he has a solo project that's like kind of good, kind of the same kind of music, but like a boy singer. Um, he usually performs with her live. Phineas O'Connell, I think he's the most interesting uh, part of Billy and it's kind of the brains behind it. Um, but we'll see. Anyway, good for Bellathorn Bike. I really like this because it does two things for me, which is give me an alternative story of this person. Like, oh, well, her brother, who's actually been around longer and is kind of like the one who's voice is kind of being heard through her that's one two reminding not to me, discount her own voice of course sure but i'm just saying like the song maybe some of the songwriting maybe whatever i like a new mm-hmm. who like a new all two on the side oh, yeah. of the who that we dealt with but then two my other favorite thing is reminding me that i watched every single episode of glee and remembered none of it so like when you said that he was on glee i was literally shocked <laughs> that's my favorite thing about you <laughs> You've watched every single episode of Glee and remember none of it. You bring I that up a lot. I texted our friend Ray, who watched every episode of Glee and remembers everything and about it. And all of it. <laughs> and I was like, Ray, it. there's this guy, like Phineas O'Connell. And she's like, oh, Alistair on Glee? And I was like, Ray, how did you remember him? He barely did anything. She goes, no, he had an iconic gay kiss. And then sent me a link to a video in which um, his character, Alistair, kisses another character on Glee in the last season that you're right, no one watched, except for me, apparently. And Ray. <laughs> and I just was cracking up because I was just like, I would have never remembered that this person was on this show that I definitely watched. <laughs> and then I watched a lot of clips. And I love being was. able to imagine Ray's response to this like perfectly. I, I know exactly how that happened. Well, she was um, just like, she was like, whoa. Cool. Well, she didn't. The funny thing is Ray knew that he was on Glee, but Ray didn't know that he was like now another thing. He didn't know that he, she didn't know that he was doing these other things now. She was just like, oh, that guy. He was on Glee. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. not her job. Her job is to know about Glee and not to know about what they did after Glee. I know. I also, like, truly cannot believe I watched every episode of Glee and remembered none of it. <laughs> it's the most ultimate useless thing about me, I think. And there's a lot of useless things about me. I mean, were you me. doing other things while you were watching Glee? Were you, like, playing no, games? No, it's just, like, my brain decided it wasn't, like, important to remember what happened on Glee. You know, it's funny. Like, like your inside out characters just like dump those balls into the trash. <laughs> like, no, that's thanks. what I think. I think we my don't brain, need these. 
I mean, I've also watched every episode of Grey's Anatomy, but I remember stuff about that show. So I just think my brain was like, mm, Lindsay, like this was a bad decision. And like, we're going to like correct this for you. Course correct. The Rita Ora captions were taking up too much space. <laughs> you need to downsize. As soon as I started watching Love Island, my brain was like, no, no, no. And like got rid of Glee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. As though you're going to remember Love Island. Next year, you're not even going to remember that you watched Love Island. Fuck you. I moved on. It's okay? true. There's too much. There's too much of it. I know. And Love Island isn't plot driven. So I really need to save my energy for like the Americans. I don't know. I've heard about, what do you think about Brexit? <laughs> I'll never go over that. What do you think about Brexit? Okay, next call. That's a really good impression. What are you going to do? Oh, no, be I'm going to be able to go on holiday. <laughs> oh, no, cheese. But I love my, but I love my holidays. Okay, <laughs> next call. What do you think? I just love that they're sitting on beanbags. <laughs> Yeah, that's their only chairs. <laughs> Wait, they could only—they're only bean bags on the I've violin. only seen. I don't think they have like real chairs. They just have like bean bags and like a bar and like other couches. <laughs> I love bean bags. What you think Sometimes about I Brexit? wish I still had a bean bag. Well, you can always make that dream a reality. No, but the prop, but they're just so hot. Like I remember loving my bean bag growing up, but then like you get up and you're like sticky. Ugh. But get it, you Imagine get a bean bag filled, filled with like something that's like cooling, not hot. I don't think that that exists. Um, I don't, well, I know, like someone's gonna point me to a Kickstarter that's like, uh, <laughs> baggy, baggy, the the world's first and only cold bean bag, like one fifty <laughs> if you pay for the Kickstarter. It's like kill me. <laughs> um, actually, my cousin started a Kickstarter for like the world's first co- cooling bean bag. So, why would anyone so... go for a cool... Why would anyone search cooling beanbag? I just explained the circumstances know, that would I lead to you searching that. Usually, Hold like... Hold on. Now when I have you, to do that. Usually when you think of something like that, you, you're like, oh, there must be at least like a hundred other people who have thought this same thing, who need this same product. I think you have officially said the first thing that no one else has been concerned about is being too hot sitting in a beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are the only person in the world who cares about being hot sitting in a beanbag. <laughs> Did you search it? I don't. I searched what I'm just. I forgot. What? I didn't. First of all, I didn't find a cool beanbag, but I forgot about how funny. the. <laughs> Have you heard about the ultimate sack? <laughs> no. They're just like freakishly bean huge beanbags and they're so expensive um, they're like six hundred dollars. Yeah, but the, they're those on sale. Those things are but... for like if you if your parents have a house and they have like a big basement and you're like <laughs> if the basement's like too big. What are we gonna put in the basement? Like a couch is too small for the basement somehow. So you just get like sorry, four look at these... huge bean bags. What? Look at these really sad, pathetic people just like sitting on the bean bags. There's no way. It's disgusting. These, look at their like women... nice house in the background. No, but... Like they're nice. <laughs> no, but like like they live in a nice house. Sitting... Yeah, they're sitting on, an, on a gigantic beanbag. Meanwhile, the beautiful couch behind them is empty. It's like, sit on the couch. No, but that's what I'm oh saying. It's God. like, these two people have like clearly what is looks like a nice house with other chairs. And yet they're choosing to sit in a giant red beanbag. It's just plopped oh, in the middle of their nice apartment. These. I love these so much. Okay, um, next call. <laughs> so there's no gold beanbag. 
They have fur pr- and there's no cold beanbag. Hey, sharks. I'm Bobby Finger and I'm here. <laughs> Hello, with, sharks. With the first, the world's first cold oh, beanbag. Oh, my God. You know Lori would buy that in two no, seconds. No, Lori would be like, why do you need it? Well, everyone would be like, why do you need a cold beanbag? And he'd be like, well, da-da-da-da-da. And Lori would be like, sold. No, Lori would talk about, Lori would talk about her back and she'd be like, uh, I have back issues. And you know what? I love sitting on beanbags. It's good for my spine. But I do always complain about always being sweaty afterwards. No, there's she no. Would say, I need help. She would say I need help on the marketing. She would offer to redesign the logo she would change the name then yeah, she, she would, would sell it the and name bed, is bath, bad. and beyond she's, and 2bc she's right the name does need work beanie she would take, is not gonna work she would take she would take um she would take like 50 percent of all sales and i'd be like you know what go for it that's crazy yeah, mr wonderful would say, right. like, don't take the deal that's crazy Lori's asking for too much and i'd say you know what i just want to partner with Lori. i will They'd take say, the shark bobby how much have you sold so far you'd be like well um i talked about it once on a, a moderately successful podcast so um we're really close to getting there and she'd be like i'll take 99 percent of the of the, of the business for five dollars like, so you're taking it Lori. next call how did we do this for so long Um, Oh, no. What is... What is next? Chrissy Teigen. 17 minutes. Okay, I was just calling to fill you guys in on the drama between um, Chrissy Teigen and Samantha Markle. So, like, basically, apparently, Chrissy Teigen tweeted some shit about Thomas Markle because of some interview that he did, and she called him, like, an embarrassment or something and told him to leave uh, Megan alone. And Samantha responded with, Okay, let me see. So this pudgy airhead, Christine Teigen, who knows nobody in the family, is opening her pie hole. This guy is our father and deserves a lot of respect. You are the one who sucks. And the best part is the Daily Mail reported on this. And the next sentence says, Chrissy is yet to reply, but that's probably because Samantha used the wrong Twitter handle and spelled the model's name wrong. And it's honestly, like, the funniest fucking thing because like samantha is like thinking she's this hard ass like coming after chrissy teigen and she literally didn't even tag her in the tweet because she's that dumb and i've just been like laughing about it for three days so anyways i just thought you guys would appreciate that good form bella thorne okay so chrissy teigen was talking about how Thomas Markle sucks because Thomas Markle has been going on overdrive lately. Like, it really um, has been insane. The Daily Mail and The Sun. There was a really, a really, really long interview in The Daily Mail that you can read at your leisure, which I don't even want to, I barely want to talk about good. it. I'm honestly good. I'm honestly so good. It says, they say in it that they talked for nine, the Daily Mail is like, we talked to him for nine hours on the phone. Nine hours. And it's really sad because what's happening and then it says so they clearly is just an old man like who wants to talk to someone. I know a sad old man, but also yes. who is like, but also is, I don't know. He's not, he's not some sweet, sad old man. He still yeah, seems but like it's irrelevant whether he's sweet. It's just like clearly somebody reaching out. Like if you're, you're not, it's not normal to talk for nine hours with somebody from the daily mail. Like yeah. it's just not, it's just not right. It's not. Uh, so he was talking about how he misses Megan. He's never going to be able to talk to Megan. He's afraid that whenever she has kids, if she has kids, he'll never get to see them. He's afraid that he can't even wish her happy birthday because like, how will his letter get to her? Blah, 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 blah. So he talks to the Daily Mail or something forever and it makes, and it makes headlines. Chrissy Teigen responds to it on Twitter. Of course she does. With a screenshot. And she's like, this guy sucks. What's wrong with him? Let your daughter be happy, please. This is embarrassing. Right, so someone <laughs> someone told 
Samantha about it. And Samantha has a private Twitter account, which is interesting. I don't follow her. We should probably request and see what happens. So this Wait, is... Wait, she has a private she Twitter? She has a private Twitter What's account. What's she doing over there? She's talking about... She's doing this. She's yeah, doing this. That's true. So she has a private Twitter account. It's Sammy Markle 64 which is very funny. Sure. And she screenshotted the People headline... Chrissy Teigen slams Meghan Markle's father over embarrassing comments, colon, this guy sucks. Um, Samantha says, so this pudgy airhead at Christine Teigen, who knows nobody in the family, is opening her pie hole? Quote, this guy is our father and deserves a lot of respect. You are the one who sucks. Funny thing is, and why the caller called and why the caller was laughing so hard, which is so funny, Christine Teigen is not her handle. Of course not. (laughs) Chrissy never saw it. And if she saw it, she's not going to respond to this. So poor Samantha Markle. Also, if you're private and she doesn't follow you, she can't even see it to begin with. So Samantha, figure out how to use Twitter. This is very funny. It's just lots of people yelling at lots of people. Chrissy Teigen just flipping through her tabloids, just saying stuff too. Like, I don't even think, I don't know. I mean, I wonder, and I guess if the answer is... Yes, but it's like, does Chrissy Teigen realize that, like, and not that she should stop saying stuff, but whenever she says literally anything about any other celebrity, people are going to talk about her saying that thing about that celebrity. Like, that's no, going to be knows, a headline. She knows that. She's talked about that herself. I She's been like, like why does everything I say make news? And it's like, because it does. Because people are interested and because people always click. And if people always click, people are going to keep doing it. And it's like, don't act like... She's trying to pretend like she's very naive and doesn't understand why this happens. But it's like, this happens because you're famous. And you're famous because you desperately wanted to be famous and got famous. So it's like, you don't really get to complain. You have to understand that if you are going to tweet something, people are going to see it and write about it. Especially if you're starting shit with someone who was also famous. And not only famous royal adjacent so it's international attention it's just like chrissy you want this and i just i refuse just to believe we her have, if she says we, she doesn't want it it's just weird that we have the incident the the tabloid report and then the chrissy t can take on literally every piece of like information mm-hmm. that now happens like in and our i world love it i personally love having the chrissy t can take uh i have no problem with chrissy Teigen. But um, I think it's really silly when she's like, I don't get it. Like, why do people write about me? I just Chrissy, feel like she on. is one of those people that, like, is smart and knows all this stuff on a meta level. And it's just funny to watch her be confused by the easiest part. Yeah, whatever. Which is yeah. why I don't buy that. She's too smart to not know why. I want um, her on this fucking podcast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Chrissy, if you're listening, come on. Just talk to us. It's I just want to hear, like, talk about Chrissy. these decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy, Chrissy, why won't you come with the podcast? I know you don't. We're gonna exist. start having the hooligans. We're gonna have we're gonna have the hooligans tweet at you again. Remember when they did that for a while? Yeah, we did a whole campaign and it failed. It failed, and I don't like failing, Chrissy. <laughs> okay, move on, please. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. I am calling because um, I really want you guys to talk about the show Jane the Virgin. Um, I'm not sure if you talked about them before. I don't think that you have, probably because it is uh, kind of a hooey show and that um, nobody that I know seems to watch it at all. Uh, It was completely snubbed by the Emmys this year. All of the actors on the show are who's, uh, except for maybe Gina Rodriguez, but I think even she is a who. I haven't really heard too much about her. 
So I've been binging this show. Uh, I finally just got through all four seasons, and it's probably, like, the best thing I've ever seen. So I need you guys to talk about it. Um, so my good excuse for calling in is because Gina Rodriguez just got engaged to Joe Losicero, who I have never heard of, so that's definitely a who. Um, he apparently played a stripper on this show, and I don't even really remember um, him being on the show. So maybe you could talk a little bit more about him. But really, I just want you to talk about the show. Okay. Neither of us watched... Didn't you watch, like, the first season of Jane the Virgin? Yeah, and I really liked it. I don't know why I didn't... I don't know why I stopped watching. It's one of those shows that I feel like I, when it's over, I'll probably watch it all really quickly. That's like People how love I this did show. Shit's Creek. People love this show. Yeah, I think... Uh, I And that's one thing I wanted to correct, because I know plenty of people who watch yeah. Jane the Virgin. I'm just not one of them. And I just don't think people really talk about it, because it's not exciting in the way that gets, like you know, little news bits all the time. It, like, mm -hmm. these exciting twists and turns aren't necessarily happening to get people to cover it, like, episode to episode, maybe. And mm -hmm. also, maybe, here's the thought, right. because it's a show that's, like, happy and, like, f nice and, like, maybe for women, it doesn't get talked about because it's not, like, a prestige dark drama like Westworld or, like, fucking Yeah, where Game people are, like, Thrones getting murdered or, and assaulted yeah, like, every so week. Uh -huh. maybe that's why people aren't covering it as much. Like, just a thought. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> just a thought just a thought just well a the thought. great thing is gina rodriguez so we should we should start by talking about gina rodriguez is she a who or a them i think she's a them i think she's a them too she's covered as like a kind of an a-lister yeah she's an a-lister i think i i people love i her. think she's an a-lister i think people click on stuff with her and so she's covered a lot people love her she probably will have like a very like when Jane the Virgin is over, and I think it's going to be over soon. I think she's going to have like a very long career doing things. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone sort of knows that. So her yeah. and she's been great in other stuff too that I've seen her in at least. I mean, she's... remember Annihilation? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking of Annihilation. <laughs> she was great. So Jean Rodriguez is dating or engaged to this guy <laughs> Joe Lo I love Lo Cicero. Lo Cicero. I love this. Lo Cicero. Yeah, and, and they he's... met. He, they met on set. He they played met a on stripper. the set of Jane the Virgin, and he played a freaking stripper, which is really funny. Yeah, she says, "Did you?" So you put that live with Kelly clip in there, but they met on set, but they didn't start dating until six months later when they saw each other where at the gym. I saw the video that was that I post that I put there that was on what was it? Uh, live with Regis, and, live with yeah. Kelly and Ryan. And so I guess Ugh. he Ugh. he was on set. He played the stripper. He flirted with her. But she says everyone kind of you know is nice to me. I'm the boss. Like I'm not the boss. I'm the lead. Mm -hmm. So like I'm nice to everyone, and everyone is nice to me. Blah blah blah. And then she saw him at the gym later, like in a few weeks later. And Ryan was like, "That was no coincidence." <laughs> and she was like, "He he he he." And then they like got together, I guess. And now they're and engaged. They got together. Um. So who is he? What's his deal? Well, I love him because he's one of those actors that has his own website um, and where it has like my resume, like, which is great. And it says uh, actor, comedian, martial artist, WCKIAMTF, California State middleweight Muay Thai champion. And then SAG. SAG. And SAG, of course. <laughs> so he clearly is a gym. He's a gym guy. So And she's become like a gym person, too, from what I've seen on her journey. And oh, he yeah. does what's crazy. He's an actor, but he also does Muay Thai fighting. <laughs> so like um, Muay Thai boxing. So he's got uh, many dimensions. And I kind of like the idea of her getting with with kind of a lesser famous uh, person. She's, she's following the lead of like the most like iconic Vemi actresses. 
iconic Demi actresses like dating people well under their pay grade. And it, because it doesn't work if you're equal. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't There's work. A, there are rare exceptions. Do not call about this. I know there are exceptions, but by and large, your successful actors, your big A-listers like dating down. It's just easier. But like, it's also let's look just at this, like, guys. it's more likely that you're going to yeah. date down. Um, <laughs> and I think but, not you, even, but not even like barely lateral, like well down. But it's also like, I guess I would say it would be better if he wasn't an actor. Maybe it'd be easier if he was like just, a you know, in the industry, but not an mm-hmm. actor, which is like the kind of Danny Moser technique is what I could call that. You could call mm-hmm. that. The Danny but, Moser, yeah. Yeah, Motor, right? Did I say Moser? Danny Motor, whatever. I don't know what you said, God, but I barely you, you know basically got it right. You basically um, got it right. This is a little different because he's also an actor, and if he pursues acting, he'll be doing, like, weird small stuff while she's kind of just, like, this A-list demon in a way. Not mm. demon, like, in a good way. <laughs> like, he's just, like, really good and getting a lot of good work. So that's a little weird, I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think it's... It's just ne- funny. I mean, yeah. It's just funny to see, you know, the IMDb known for... The IMDb known for for Jane the Virgin, I mean, sorry, for Gina Rodriguez is Deepwater Horizon, Jane mm-hmm. the Virgin, Annihilation, and some movie I've actually never heard of called Philly Brown, which she starred in. Then this guy's known for, I don't even know, Cop Chronicles, Loose Cannons, a movie called Spaghetti Man, a movie called Welcome to Willits that has like an alien in the background and a cop holding a gun. And then just a show called Hector. Like, I've never yeah, heard of and this. and every p- part he's played is probably like, policeman, guy in background, like, in cop, with, cop with coffee, like... Sheriff's like, deputy, <laughs> MMA gym, fighter. Gym teacher. Someone literally named Keto. I don't understand this. <laughs> Joe's brother. <laughs> in Hector, in Hector, he played someone named Goon One. Yeah, see, I'm... T- <laughs> hey, man, this industry meanwhile, is friends with no one. Meanwhile, I forgot... Jane the Virgin, Gina Rodriguez, is going to be fucking Carmen Sandiego, which is very cool. No, she's cool. I think she's, I think she's big. I think she, Yeah, she's. A, I think she's people a really care about her. I think Jane the Virgin, the show, is a little bit under the radar in terms of, like, people talking about prestige television. People, television, people care But, about like, her. I don't know, this doesn't say anything, but, like, Vulture does these TV awards every year, and they gave Jane the Virgin the best TV show award, like, last year. I'm just saying, like, people who care about TV on a, on a micro level love this show and yeah. a lot of people just watch this show already it's kind of like modern family it's already like in their vibe it's already in mm-hmm. their in their routine or whatever is what i mean okay next call hi Lindsay and bobby um question for the podcast how do jonathan van ness from queer eye and doug the pug of i guess instagram fame know each other it was just announced that uh he is going to be officiating the wedding of Doug the Pug's owners, which I guess Doug the Pug is also going to be in the wedding because he probably supports the livelihood of both of them. So anyways, how does, how does, uh, how does Queer Eye know the Insta Pug? Okay, thanks. <laughs> Good morning, fellow thorn. Doug the Pug posted an image of him with a speech bubble that says, JVN, will you officiate my parents' wedding? Doug. Also, you Who don't need to Doug put... the pug? You like, what's put, happening? You don't need to put hyphen Doug when it's coming out of a voice box, like a speaking box. That's really annoying. Doug the pug is just an internet famous pug who got famous like around the time when all those animals were getting internet famous in 2012. 
But he's uh-huh. like very, he's like next echelon. He got the, he rode it really to the top. Because this guy has top. like, this guy, this dog <laughs> has like a Claire's line I saw. Like I was looking he's around. He's crazy. Like, His videos have over 10 billion views. His Facebook page has 6 million likes. His Instagram and uh, Twitter accounts have like millions and millions and millions of followers. He's been seen with every celebrity. They all take photos with him. And his parents, obviously, they don't do anything else. His parents are humans, if you didn't know. Their names are Leslie. And what's the... First of all, the, the, the guy's name is Rob. As you pointed out, I'm annoyed that this couple is straight. I was shocked. <laughs> Honestly, that was the big twist. I was like, oh, Jonathan Van Ness like, is officiating his like, gay friends, gay marriage. Like, here we go. Like, sure, great. Makes sense. And then it was like, some woman. I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, these, I, just, like, these was, I was blown two away. Cis straight pug owners. I was just blown away. I love just, is love. We love it, but also like, come on, Jonathan. I guess to be fair, like the Instagram with the speech bubble is kind Awful. of implies that it's a straight couple. <laughs> to me. I guess. I guess. Um, but My the problem with this, women. yeah. What's your favorite thing? Well, we we should add, we should. I ask, answer the question first. The answer is, we don't know how they know each other, but we have I'm been trying to so find out. I'm so stressed out about this. Like, I'm really stressed out we about We thought we could this. find out we didn't. So we straight up asked Jonathan Van Ness, how do you know Doug the Pug? And we're hoping to get a response. I don't know how. But I guess it's like, There's I just a... wanted to know how he knows the owners. Like, they must go further back than just, like, Doug the Pug is a famous dog and he met the dog once. Like, I think he knows... I think he knows the owners from like high school or college well, or something or one of them. Maybe the woman. Something Midwestern or Southern. I don't know. Because Jonathan is from the Midwest. This woman is, I think, from Chicago, but she currently lives in Nashville. Maybe there's a hair connection. Maybe they only met once at a party and they hit it off. Who I don't the hell think knows? so, though. I don't think so. And also, or, like. It's, it's fully possible that they've never met. Like, maybe he did one thing with the pug once. And then no. they were like, let's see if this will work. Like th- that, that no, I wouldn't put it past either of these parties. That would be truly bold. But it gets you good press. It gets just because you have a famous press. dog. Just because yeah, you have a famous yeah. dog, you get like some any celebrity you want to officiate your talking wedding. About, who was talking about that recently? Oh God, what was that interview? It was an interview with someone who was like, "When I first got famous, I realized I could just call people and ask them out to lunch." God, who was that? Lena Dunham. No, it wasn't Lena Dunham. I want to say maybe it was like, maybe it was like Janet Mock or something. But that's a really, that's really. It was a really funny and insightful interview. And the person was like, when I got famous, I realized that I could have my assistant just get another famous person's name and ask them out to lunch. And they asked someone out to lunch and they became really good friends. I don't remember who it was, but I can find out. Well, this is like the just, how Justin Thoreau met Jonathan Van Ness also, which I cut out of the last episode because it was boring, but he just DM'd him. Justin Thoreau DM'd Jonathan Van Ness and said like, hey, want to come over and like watch Game of Thrones? to the theory that this woman just asked him to do it and he said sure Jonathan Van Ness is apparently just a nice guy I, I guess I just there's gotta be a closer connect whatever maybe there's not a closer connection maybe you posted isn't. the most um, honestly disgusting photo I've ever seen in my life which is <laughs> um, her <laughs> hand with the ring on it on top of his hand and then the dog's paw like gently on resting on her hand <laughs> disgusting and then I thought about this which is like I guess kind of dark sorry but like this dog is their job. Like, what happens when he dies? I'm sorry. Like, then they have no job. They all quit their jobs to be this dog's parent full time. I'm pretty sure they make t- a ton of money. They I do, but what fun. happens when he dies? Then they go back to what they used to do, and they Which have was a huge what? and they have a huge nest egg. I don't know. He's probably like a, an art director, and she probably is 
like a food stylist. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying I'm just they saying will be it's okay. Stre- these famous animals stress me out because these these are not life insurance policies and these <laughs> these animals, I'm sorry, like they die and then you're like, "Ooh, ooh. They're making they're making so much money. They're going to be fine. They'll have a safety net. I'm just worried about this. Also, this don't worry couple. about these people. There's so many <laughs> just... other people to worry about. Do not worry about these people. My favorite thing about this couple, I'm sorry, caller, we couldn't answer your question. Oh, I know. Is that so bad? So there's Doug the Pugs. Uh, there's Doug the Pugs account, which is its own different thing. Then there are the owners have their own private accounts, and those private accounts have like a decent amount of followers, but nothing near the number of followers Doug has. Like Leslie has. 83,000 followers. Rob has 40-something thousand followers. Whatever. Significant, but not huge. The best thing about the photos with them... Did you see the captions I put in here? When there are photos that Leslie posts of her, Rob, and the pug, she's usually taught... (laughs) The captions are things like this. Everywhere we go feels like home because of you, heart. Or, I wouldn't be me without you, and I'd never feel complete without us. Of all the people in the world, the universe put us together to create, love, and grow. It's really funny. Is that about the dog? It, is that about the dog? Or is that about the husband? I mean... And there's really no way of knowing. We got to assume it's about the husband. The dog pays the bills. The husband doesn't pay the bills. No, nope, the husband he's doesn't pay the bills. Um, oh, he's a drummer. Perfect. Perfect. Right, so the dog Perfect. is the moneymaker. I'm just saying, get, get take out a life insurance policy on this dog if you um, can. You, can that you do dog that? is insured. That dog is insured to a I crazy know. degree, I'm sure. Whatever. Okay, next call. Hi, New Weekly. This is Andy from Bakersfield. I'm a first-time caller, technically a short-time listener, but I'm really thorough. I found you guys back in mid-May, and now I've officially, as of today, listened to your entire back catalog. It's stupid, but wonderful. And um, I was just calling to ask, now that I've listened to all the Who Weeklies, um, I'd like to get a little bit more into celebing, but um, I know there's... Us Weekly people kind of want to dip my toe in once. I did the Us Weekly app. It lets you have two-minute free previews. It's crazy. You can just, like, zip through the magazine really fast. I'm a people legacy. My mom's been reading that since before I was born. So I don't know which to pick or maybe just do an, a website. I don't know. Um, maybe some advice. Thanks. Good form, Bella Thorne. Thank you for listening to all of our episodes. Welcome to the, our world of trash. That always blows me away that people are willing to not only listen to us uh, once, but to go back and listen to everything, like every deranged episode that exists in the back catalog. How Half insane. of it I don't remember, like Glee, like what I said or what my thoughts were. So who um, are the, I, what are the important uh, websites to follow or publications well, what to do read? you read? Oh my God, what don't I read? Uh, but like, what's like a, what's a, st- a standby? Like I always read, we, oh no, they didn't. Like that's standbys my- Standbys like, are, oh no, they didn't. Obviously, well, obviously, you got your people, your Us Weekly, your TMZ, your Page Six. Um, page Six is fun to read online. regularly. That's fun. Yeah, um, but these I would are add... these are all things that you would dabble in. I would say like the things that you pick up and like read every day, or like kind of go visit every day. One of they didn't is good because it aggregates and it also adds like funny humor to it. Yeah, and then you can take that. Also, oh no, they didn't places. always. Oh no, they didn't. You should read Oh no, they didn't. If only because they provide context in the comments. So Oh no, they didn't is where right. you want to read the story read and the, the comments. Because they'll be like, hey, remember when XYZ or they'll post a photo you've never seen before and you'll be like, ah, like something like yeah. that. Also, turn on your TMZ alerts on your phone. Turn on That'll your TMZ be good. alerts. Turn on uh, page six also gets things very early and first. Okay. Page good. six and TMZ is first. People and Us Weekly are like legacy. So they'll be, um, they'll, they have. I guess a more of a budget for like rep- 
supporting. So they are they tend to get more exclusives than your in touch or your star you or your something. Also Although in touch to... and star are more fun. But I don't read in touch and star. But I also would say um, to get the good celebrity profiles, make sure when you're reading people and us online, if you do that, click you out. click out through where they got the quote from. So if you like, if you know, if they're talking to Gwyneth and she says something and they're like, as she told the New York Times Magazine, you click to that and then you can read the full profile of Gwyneth. Always click out. That's a big, that's a good reason. That's a good uh, rule so to live by. Skip. Always click out. Don't skip like where these places are getting their sourcing from. Don't just read like their piece because the mm-hmm. bigger profile it comes from usually can be way better. And yeah. they don't always have exclusives. They usually don't. Also, you're going to want to check out Radar online like once a day just because no, like once it's a week. insane. They publish so often and maybe only mm, 5% is reliable information, but that 5% will like really usually shake you to right and so and also we've mentioned this before but if you're really out of stuff to read you should go read the blinds because that's really fun make sure you read the yeah. comments for those and those can mm-hmm. give you like a jump start on like what next week's gossip will be especially the revealed stuff which is and always read, very early and read daily mail us showbiz so go to dailymail.co.uk click us showbiz and then just read all the headlines read the just the read the headlines just read the sidebar of headlines don't click don't really click unless you want to see the photos but you don't need to click really uh, that's usually that's what I ingest, and I think. But uh, yeah, if you're gonna subscribe to something, uh, we subscribe to Us Weekly. It's fun. You're. It's questionable if, if you don't like where your money yeah. is going, which I totally understand, and even I feel sort of disgusting about it. But it's people's part of the fun job. is the only one left that's not part of that evil empire. Um, Vanity Fair can be a good read, like a paper read. They often yeah. get a lot of good celeb stuff that's kind uh, of like not as you have clear to subscribe, but it's worth it. Um, and it's but if you get the magazine, it's a good it's deal. Like nice. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other like weird random. Oh, Laney Gossip. Is oh, good. Laney. How do we forget Laney Gossip? I have it right here in my in my Feedly. Oh, and also just get get a Feedly and then subscribe to all these websites. And then like me, I just have like one feed with all my gossip, and I scroll through and I have it all. And it's yeah. wonderful. I mean, you it's need like a he's Feedly. He's trying to read for fun, not for like what we're trying to do, which is like find the stuff. But like if mm-hmm. you're casually reading, like. If you're casually like scrolling through Us Weekly and that's the experience you like, I would say like Vanity Fair is a fun magazine to get like in paper and print and um, maybe Hollywood Reporter if you're into that. EW is kind of light but can be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fun-ish. Those are are all like good stuff for you. And if you're diving – and if you want like serious, serious celeb stuff, then you get into like your Feedly and like – Oh, also go to Just Jared if you just want like fun picks. Like fun (laughs) picks of celebrities. If you you love celebrities or just like us, just go to Just Jared because half of it is just photos of celebrities going to the grocery store, which is honestly charming and great. Okay, we are over. We gave some good advice, but we need to do our last call. We need to do our last call. Here we go. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Long time, long time. Um, I'm just calling to point out that Doug Cameron posted a picture of her daytime Emmy and tagged the Academy to think. And I clicked the Academy Instagram, and it is very, very clearly the Oscars. I I don't know, but I'm pretty sure the Oscars don't give out daytime Emmy. Just, you know, an observation. Anyway. Can we pop a card, Joe? That MacBook. Before we tackle this, can I just add on one thing that I forgot? You should watch um, Wendy Williams' Hot Topics on YouTube the next day. That's it. Oh, God, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a fave. Like, Wendy don't watch Williams Wendy Hot Williams, Topics. but watch the Hot Topics. on the, They're YouTube always the on YouTube. Day. You can put them up. It's the best. Yes, yeah. please. Okay. Now on to this mess. This is a mess. 
It's a mess, but it's also short and easy and really funny and stupid. So Dove Cameron, uh, Canon who? Who is Dove Cameron again, Lindsay? She's like a young actress. She's on um, Liv and Maddie on the Disney Channel, which mm-hmm. you would have known of. But she also, she kind of had like a moment when she was in the live Grease musical on Fox. Oh, yeah. She was in um, that. I forgot that. That was like a moment. She definitely is like poising herself to be like the next like amanda seyfried and stuff like she sings is and that she's... how you say that i don't think that's how you i say, say that. it wrong every time how do you afraid how do you say it i thought it was seyfried whatever i'm just Seyfried. oh god you know no i don't talk... know you know who i'm talking uh, about mama mia anyway the iconic 25 year old and mama mia here we go again yeah the iconic 25 year old that's not lizzie lily james okay um Anyways, Dove Cameron, she's like a thing. She she always posts photos of herself and she looks like pop makes a poppy. Like she looks like real and life Loma poppy. Kenya. Yeah. Um, anyway, she won Loma a daytime Kayla. Emmy this For year. For outstanding performer in a children's, preschool children's, or educational and inform- informational show as Liv and Maddie Rooney in Liv and Maddie Call Style. Kelly I mean, style. Seems like she Cute. plays twins, so that's a big that's a demanding role. That's a big role. That's a lot of that's a lot of work for a young Daytime actor. Emmys are kind of the like <laughs> Like, the only thing worse than a Daytime Emmy is, like, a People's Choice Award. award. Yeah. Daytime <laughs> Emmys are chocolate-covered. I mean, are gold-covered chocolate. Right. Honestly. They're not televised. <laughs> or it's like you have to subscribe to, like, a weird channel to get your Daytime Emmy coverage. Right, and you also need to, like, pay to get your Daytime <laughs> Emmy award. Anyways. And you also need to be up. You need to be watching TV in the daytime. <laughs> Which, to be so. fair, I sometimes am. But it's not, like, daytime TV. It's, like, nighttime Okay, TV. so she... She Instagrammed this, ter- I mean, honestly, it's her first Emmy. She should have taken a better photo. It's a terrible photo of her <laughs> Emmy. And it says, look what just came in the mail. So floored and grateful. Thank you at the Academy doesn't feel real. Problem is, she didn't tag the Emmy Academy. Like the Academy of, uh, what is it? Daytime Emmy television, Arts and Sci- Television whatever. Arts and Sciences or whatever. She tagged the Motion Oscar. Picture Academy. So you click on the Academy and it says, Home, Home of the, of the Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> That's the best part. Home Honestly, of the Oscars. If this and wasn't, if this this wasn't entire feed is people holding Oscars, and she's like, "Oh, thank you." If this wasn't like an earnest post, I would think it would be a really good joke. Like if she wasn't so clearly earnest about this and did it in by mistake, I would be like, "That's a really good joke to like post just like an award." But then you're like, "You like oh, thank you, the Academy. Thank you, the Academy." <laughs> Anyway, that's really funny. What a fun call to end on. Please keep calling 619 Who Them. Please if you have any questions calling. or comments, it's so much fun to listen to you all call in. We had a lot of calls. Like, I felt like we had more calls than usual this past week. Well, you put a... like 30 calls in the no, movie pile, I... and I was like, this cannot be. This I don't is even insane. mean. I don't even mean the calls in the maybe pile. I just mean in toto. No, I know. We had so many calls uh, between. You guys, we used to be able to like listen to them the day of and like get through all the calls and be like, okay, we just listened to like all the calls that came out in the past like week. And now it's like you have to start listening really early on because we can't get through all of them. Too many calls. Not a complaint. I love it. I would love more calls. I love it. It's the best. So keep calling. calling. Buy tickets to our August 16th show next Thursday. It'll be great. It's not next uh, Thursday, bitch. It's a Thursday after. Yeah. <laughs> it's in two weeks. It's two weeks from yesterday. That really would um, freak me out if it was next yeah. Thursday. It's really... two weeks from yesterday. Oh, my God. You're going to love it. And we will see you Tuesday with another brand new episode. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. You will drive us. They want to know. Hey. Neil. 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 Hey. 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 Hey.
Hello. I absolutely try to avoid call-in cliches at all times, but I had to pause the episode, uh, Monday's episode, or Tuesday's episode, because you're about to talk about Bad Baby and Bell Thorne, and you were apologizing for always talking about Bad Baby and Bell Thorne recently, but honestly, like, if you, that's, that's why I'm here. If I can't imagine why you would need to apologize for that or why anyone would be here for any other topic than bad baby loose <laughs> related things. I'm not here for for the royal wet. I mean that was kinda hooey. It was too demi. I'm here for the absolute bottom of the barrel who's and whatever drama they have stirring up. Um I really, I don't want this to come across like a critique. I'm just, all I'm saying is give me the absolute slime of the earth. Thank you. Good fun, Belfort. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.